Well, I think that the first thing to remind parents is that it's okay to feel overwhelmed because even teachers, who I went to school to be a teacher, I feel overwhelmed some of the day too. What's up, guys? I'm Jeff St. Pierre, and you are listening to another bonus episode of Be More Well, a wellness-focused podcast where I talk to different people about their path to wellness. I sit down with health professionals, both physical and mental, musicians, athletes, and most importantly, everyday people just like you who have committed to finding the things that work best for them. My mission here is to show you the different paths that are out there. No two people are the same, and that means that no two paths to wellness are going to be the same either. You've got to figure out what's going to work best for you with your body and mind. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you can get all the updates from Be More Well and find us on social media. On Instagram, we are Be More Well Podcast, and on Twitter, we are just Be More Well. Feel free to DM me or message me. I love to hear from people about what they're thinking about the podcast. Also, let me know if there's something you want me to talk about. I love suggestions for that as well because there's only so much I can think about on my own, all right? This is another bonus episode because, well, we're in a strange and unexpected time. Today's guest is someone that I've been planning to get on the show for a longer interview but haven't had the chance to set one up yet. I'm so glad we got to talk to her, though, because she's doing some great stuff and has awesome advice for parents with younger children who are now at home all day. We've heard a lot about this, about kids that are home from school and they're doing teleschooling. Some parents are going a little crazy right now because they're home from work as well and having to learn to deal with their kids being around and trying to find a balance in this new normal that we all face. But there are also parents with younger kids that maybe aren't old enough to focus on teleschooling. I'm talking about preschool, kindergarten, and elementary school kids. This is such a critical time in their growth, and we don't want to slow that because of the coronavirus situation. Enter Nanny McFit. Her real name is Lauren McVicker, but she has developed this alter ego to help educate children through play and fitness. She'll talk more about this in the interview you're about to hear. But younger kids need to be educated. Sure, we all know that. But play and physical activity is essential to their physical development, as well as their cognitive and emotional abilities. So much good can come out of play. Again, I plan on getting Lauren in on Be More Well again soon, where we can have a deeper, more in-depth talk about what she's been doing. But for today, I want to have her on to give parents with younger kids some advice about what they can be doing together to make sure that physical and mental development is installed while they're at home. So let's go ahead and welcome in Nanny McFit. Thank you so much for checking in. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. So Lauren, first of all, explain to me what Nanny McFit is all about. Sure. Okay. So Nanny McFit combines fitness and social skills and academics to kind of give a whole comprehensive development approach to growing a child and focusing on the whole child. Um, Nanny McFit uses fun, play-based fitness to inspire children to visualize and plan to accomplish their goals at home and in the classroom, as well as in the community. And how did you get into this? Where did this all come from? By day, I'm a teacher. I'm a Baltimore City Schools teacher. And I realized that a lot of my students were struggling to kind of advocate for themselves socially. And they were really lacking physical development as far as how the coordination to succeed with different tasks, as well as the fine motor skills. So that's like, you know, pencil grip, being able to cut with scissors, those kind of things. So I kind of felt for my students that I needed to to revamp my, my lessons and structure my lessons in a way that was targeting their whole self. So I hit the drawing board, I, I revamped my lessons, and then I just felt like, well, you know, it shouldn't just be my students, it should be 
all students. It should be all children. So I, I kind of just one summer, it was my first summer after my first year teaching, and I just wanted to make a difference. So I just started to do different pop-up play dates in different parks around Baltimore City, and it really just took off from there. So I feel really blessed that it's gotten bigger, and I, I'm excited to see how, it, how I can continue to help change, you know, children's lives and how they, how they view themselves, how they think about themselves and how they think about fitness as well. That's awesome. Uh, what, what age group are we talking about here? By the way, we keep talking about kids, but we haven't really talked about where we're at as far as ages. I work with, with kids from 2 all the way up to, like, around 12 years old. Um, depending on, you know, the, the event or if it's, like, more one-to-one, one-to-one, um, like a, a one-to-one session, um, I can really serve all children up until up around 13 years old. So in this current situation that we find ourselves in, it's a lot of things we're hearing from parents is that it's a little bit of a challenge to be at home with the kids when maybe they're used to being at the office and the kids are maybe used to being at a daycare or a preschool or kindergarten or whatever the situation may be. So that's one of the reasons I wanted to get you on the phone here, because I think there's some great advice that you probably have for these parents that are trying to find ways to uh, keep their kids entertained and keep them going, but at the same time still have it be beneficial on a physical and mental level. Well, I think that the first thing to remind parents is that it's okay if you feel overwhelmed because even teachers, who I went to school to be a teacher, I feel overwhelmed some of the day too. I think it's important to just, first of all, be with your child, show them patience and love because if they feel, you know, threatened or if they feel scared or, I don't know, if they feel like they're not being, not doing a good job, they won't, they won't really receive anything that you're trying to show them or teach them anyway. The best piece of advice I can give to parents is, kind of a no-brainer, but just to be patient with yourself, be patient with your child, and know that this whole thing is is nothing that anyone anticipated, but the fact that you're there with your child, that you're trying to do these things for them, shows that you're a great great parent and that um, they're lucky to have you with them. A couple things that I have that I could recommend is just really simple games that don't really require any prep time, they don't really require any materials. It's just really they need the kids need their body, and they maybe need, like, a little bit of a space indoors. So one game that I love to play called Sock Ninja. Okay. And all you need is socks. So your parents need socks and the child needs socks. All you do is you have the child and the parent pull their socks off a little bit so they're, like, a little bit floppy. You get to a different, maybe go to the carpet. You go to a corner of the carpet, and then somebody yells, Sock Ninja, or someone yells Ninja, and then on that command, everyone starts around trying to pull the socks off of each other and it is so fun because it's hilarious for the kids but it's also a great workout and they get really tired because they want to do it like five times in a row and then they'll just be like okay i'm ready to just sit down and they every time it does not fail they will work themselves the parents get a good workout the child gets a good workout everybody's happy so besides the workout aspect of that and besides tiring out the kids uh in there how else does this benefit the kids very, very good for hand-eye coordination because as they're trying to grab the socks, they have to keep their core strong. They have to use that, so what teachers call as gross motor skills, which is like large muscles, and they also have to use small motor skills, which is like using your hand and your eyes at the same time, which is a huge skill that you don't really think is necessary for academic work, but research shows that if a child has a strong core and can, you know, do cross-lateral movements, then their brain is activated on both the left and the right side of the brain. So when you're thinking about these different games or different activities to do with your child, even, like, having them stand up and just take a quick brain break and doing, um, like, maybe flashback to gym class in elementary school, doing those uh, windmills, like, so when you're touching your hand to your opposite toe, 
coming up, those things where you're crossing the line of your body with your arms. That is really stimulating to the brain and stimulating for gross motor skills, which is large motor skills, and small motor skills, which is good for your hands, your eyes, all of those things. I know you sent me uh, a bunch of different um, a bunch of different things, games, and different activities that parents can play with their kids. One that I thought looked like a lot of fun uh, was Sticky Spiderweb Challenge. Can you talk more about that one? Yes, the Sticky Spiderweb Challenge is a fan favorite for sure. So the Sticky Spiderweb Challenge is, um, focuses on large motor development again and agility, which is another thing, kind of like what I was just saying about how when you're moving your body in a way that crosses the plane, like crosses the middle of your body, it's not only good for your, your core and good for your muscles, but it's activating the brain in a way that is really stimulating. So the Sticky Spiderweb Challenge is all you need is string or if you have Painter's state, that's an extra challenge, but all you really need is string and some chairs or some things that you can put string or, or tape in between. So if you if you can visualize it, like I usually take like some chairs or, um, you know, even like a, if a child has like a little play table or if you have bar stools, you just take a string and just weave it in, in and out of the chair leg. And you want to kind of make the chairs farther apart so they have a, a greater room to work with. So when that course is created, as you're creating that course, you can have your child help you do that. It's also, you know, helping them work together with an adult, communicate, oh, I don't think that will, I don't think that will really go there. I think maybe let's, let's see how it looks if we put it over here. So kind of while you're making the course, you're also activating the brain, also helping them grow. And it's, it's not like a worksheet. It's not, you know, it's not like pencil paper, but it's just as stimulating, if not more. So you're really stimulating the child on multiple levels here, and it, and it's not the kind of thing where you might say, "Hey, we've got a worksheet to do," and they get bored and they want to fight you on it. Here, they're actually, you know, yeah. getting to do something that they're going to really enjoy and have fun with. Exactly. I think the biggest thing from everything that I've seen um, from talking to parents and what I've seen online is a lot of parents are are trying to do, you know, the paper pencil worksheet, and that's great because I think that a lot of teachers have sent those that work home. But if it's not working, there's other things that you can do that is just as beneficial, that it won't cause a fight between you and your child. It won't cause you stress. Sometimes I think the biggest lesson that we can learn, and I know I'm sure you know, is you have to pick your battles. You have to figure out <laughs> what is really worth fighting with a 5-year-old or a 6-year-old or if it's just better to help them feel like they have a choice. So one thing that I can also recommend is when I know in my classroom, like if a child is not quite following the rules, I say, okay, well, you have, you have a choice. You can either do it. A or do B, but both A and B are working towards helping them achieve the choice that I wanted them to do. So, like, okay, you can either do a worksheet or you can practice jumping on the letters six times. You know what I mean? So there's different ways that you can word it that makes them feel like they're in control because when they feel like they're in control, that's when they want to work. Oh, for sure. And I love that point about picking battles. I mean, I don't have kids, but I'm married, so I totally understand the idea of picking your battles. Exactly. It works for all types of people. (laughs) All right. So uh, you actually gave me a list of a bunch of activities to use, and I've posted those on our website, WPOC.com, and we're going to put them out on social media, too. So hopefully uh, people will check that out, and they'll have a few ideas to work with their kids here as we face these sort of uncertain times that we're in. But is there a place that people can go to find more information about you? Yes. You can go to facebook.com slash McFit. You can also find me on Instagram. And my handle for Instagram is nanny underscore McFit. You can find my website in the link on Instagram. 
If you want to see that list of activities that we were talking about with Nanny McFit, it's on my radio station's website. That's WPOC.com. But I also posted it on our social media. Again, on Instagram, that's at Be More Well Podcast. And on Twitter, we are at Be More Well. Take a look there. You can find it. There is so much great information in there and some super fun games to play with your kids. Honestly, I'm thinking about trying to play some of these with my wife just so we have something to do because we're kind of bored right now. Uh, Thanks as always for listening to Be More Well. I do appreciate you so much. Be safe and take care of each other. Bye.